Hey, you guys, what's up? I know I ain't been out here lately, been busy, been having a lot going on. And just the things I've been going through lately, I decided to have a conversation about it. Um, Today, I'm going to talk about my children and me growing up as a child and the things that I went through and how I basically see what my mom is talking about now. A lot of the times we don't, we get told stuff and it don't make sense to us right then. Like my mama used to always tell me, it ain't gonna, uh, it ain't gonna dawn on you until it's you. And I just be like, okay, whatever, I brushed off and whatnot. But to this morning, I realized what she meant by that. These past few weeks, I've realized what she meant by that. I can say I didn't grow up and have a, a very hard life, like had to light um, light candles because we didn't have no lights or bathe out of pots because we didn't have no water. I can't say my life was that bad. Things got rocky at times, but I can say the two women that I called as my mama, they, they always came through for me. It was, it, I had cars growing up and, you know, I, I, shoes and clothes on my back, you know. So I can't say that, but I can say that I was very ungrateful at times. And I could tell I hurt their feelings by being ungrateful because they made sacrifices to make sure I had it. And now I see what they, you know, what they mean by that. And I was always told that the way I spoiled my kids was going to eventually catch up with me. And the way I, um, I'm always, I, I always wanted to buy them this and buy them that. And I think I did it more so because I could afford to or because I, I wasn't there as much. Because you know, I went to school full time. I worked full time, so it was different reasons why. Oh, when they asked for something, I always made sure they got it. You know, and it be it it be the it be the ones you bend over backwards for your kids. You bend over backwards for them. You we as mothers, we as parents, we make a lot a lot of sacrifices for our kids that they don't know, they don't understand, they don't get. Like, I, I try to explain to my kids that it wasn't that I did not want to be a full-time mother. I'm very open with my kids, and I, I and I have conversations with them that a lot of people don't understand. And it's because I feel like I grew up being in the dark about a lot of stuff, so it, it that played a role in a lot of my actions. So I, I'm very open with them. And sometimes I'm more open than I should be. But I don't, I don't, I feel like I was left in the dark about a lot of things growing up. So, you know, and I feel like my kids understand what I'm saying. So I, I made it clear to them, you know, like I didn't, it wasn't that I chose my career over them when I moved to Dallas. I tried to explain to them that if you don't work, you don't eat. No matter how you want to picture it, in this lifetime now, if you do not work, you do not eat. So like I told them, I had to set a, a stepping stone to make sure that they, in the long run that they would be okay.
It, it didn't it, it wasn't supposed to make sense to them. A lot of the things that I do are not to make sense to them. But like I told them, I, I, I sacrificed. I sacrificed every day trying to make sure they okay. And a lot of the times, my feelings get hurt because I feel like, you know, we bend over backwards for them and it's just like they don't they don't get it. They don't get what we have to do or how we have to do it or why we got to do it. So I had my son tell me, my oldest son, tell me, well, I didn't ask for this or I didn't ask for that. I was confused. I was I was really confused. Like, I'm going to use an example. Um, he left his football pants back at home with his dad. And, you know, they gave him some pants to play in, but my baby's little. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm mentally telling myself I got to buy my baby some pants because he can't play. He can't show his ability and his skills in these pants. So, you know, I go find him some football pants. I go to four stores, need I mind you. I go to four different stores, finding him some pants all over Dallas, making sure that he had those pants so he could, because he's the running back. He can't be running and his pants come down, you know? So this is how I'm thinking. I know my baby loves football and I need to make sure he got them pants. He didn't know I went to four stores. He didn't know how, at eight months pregnant, how I was tired of walking in and out the stores and how I had had a whole breakdown in the car because I'm like, I can't find my baby no pants nowhere. And I had to drive 50 minutes to Rockwall to Academy because they the only one that had a a smile in the pants that he needed. You know what I'm saying? So for him to fix his mouth and tell me, well, I didn't tell you to buy me no pants. My feelings was hurt. You know what I'm saying? I knew he had cleats that fit. He had cleats that fit. But when he seen these gold and black cleats that he wanted, the way his face lit up, I mentally told myself, Oh, I know my baby gonna want them cleats. I know he wants them cleats. I'm gonna make sure he get them cleats. You know, so I waited a little bit, and I, you know, I got the cleats for him when he went to play in a championship game. And the way his face looked, but then he tell me, I didn't tell you to buy me them cleats. You know, so I, it's a lot of the times that now I see the things I said to my parents, how it affected them, and I did not know at the time, because now I'm put in their shoes. And basically, like, I just, it just made me realize, you know, like, sometimes you you can do all you can do for your kids, you, and you can raise them a certain way, you can teach them a certain thing, you can go this way and that way, you can do all you can for your kids, and they still gonna go the way they want to, they still gonna feel the way they feel, they still gonna talk the way they talk, because I don't care how much I whoop ass or yell, or scream, he still has this mentality where, I don't care, I didn't okay in, no matter what I do, but I had an older lady tell me, your presence gonna mean more than your presence, and it didn't make sense to me, I was just like, okay, you know, I understood the two words she was using, so I was like, okay, you know, now I see that no matter all the gifts I bought, no matter how many trips we took, 
No matter how much money I sent on Cash App, no matter how much money I reloaded on them debit cards for them kids, me physically being there meant way more than that. I had to use a few examples to, to bring him back to reality to let him know that you can say, you can feel like, oh, I, I, I wasn't there because, you know, I, I guess that when at this age, they don't understand why mom and daddy not together or why my mom and my daddy ain't in the house together. You know, and like I said, I, I get it. That's that's fine. After my my birth mom's husband died, you know, we we didn't have no set in stone daddy. You see what I'm saying? When um my adopted um mama, she was married, you know, but we I was raised by strong black women. You see what I'm saying? So I never um I never faulted their dads for you know, where they left off or where they wasn't there. Don't get me wrong. It was a blessing to have them pick up and take over when I said, I want to take this job opportunity in Dallas. Because I originally moved to Dallas for a wound care position. And they st- stood in to be full-time dads. You know, and I, 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 like I told my son, I wasn't there a lot of the times. You're right. Going from school, going to school, from um, 8 to 5 and working 10 to 6. You're right, I wasn't there. And for that, I, I'm I'm sorry. But I had to get an education. You know, it wasn't an option. The streets ain't an option when you have a whole bunch of kids. And I, I kept trying to explain this to my baby. Like, you you can paint the picture of me as the bad person all you want to, but I'm, I'm setting the stone for you in the long run. It, it'll make sense to you when you get older. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I just did. I can honestly say, like, his words got to me. And I'm not sorry completely that I chose to go to school and I chose to do something with myself in order for my kids to be okay. Because that's what I thought. I can go steal. Y'all want me to go steal? Y'all want me to sell drugs? But then when I go to jail, it's going to be a problem. You're not going to have that mother. And I and I also explained to him every game that you had, rather it was in Tulsa, Missouri, Mississippi, Burbank, Africa. I made sure I took off for work and I made sure I was there. Every time a teacher needed to speak to a parent, I made sure I took off for work and I made sure I was there. So when it was time for it to count, I made it count. You're right, I might have not been there for every uh, program or every um, after-school activity. You know, but when it counted, I was there. I made sure I was there. I also had to explain to him that you can holler when I tell you no. They're not used to hearing no, so lately they've been hearing no. I had to explain to them, I have a fourth baby on the way. I have a brother on the way. So it's a lot of stuff that we got to cut back on. And they not understanding that. So when they hear no, it's, you don't never do this for us. We don't never get this. So I started taking, about, taking back stuff that they never get. Xboxes, Playstations, 
everybody having their own TV. I start taking back Nintendos. Because, see, y'all never get nothing, remember? And now I realize what that woman meant when she said, your presence is going to mean more than them presents. Because, like, baby, it's the throwing it up in your face. Like, huh? I, I made more sacrifices than you could ever understand to make sure y'all was all right. So I'm I'm saying this to say that I, I apologize for the hard times I gave my parents. I don't know if y'all gave y'all parents hard times. I don't know. I don't know. I know I was rough on my mamas. Ooh, I was I was rough. I was tough. I was smart. I was real smart. I made good grades, but my mouth was very fly. And they say your kids is your kids are you. Your kids are ten times worse as you. And baby, I met my match. <laughs> I've met my match. I definitely have. But I am thankful that I'm able to raise my kids. And I'm able to be there for my kids. Because a lot of people can't, a lot of people don't have their kids. And everyday people is dying. People are dying left and right in their being. And we being left fatherless, motherless, without our children. So, you know, I'm thankful. And parenting isn't easy. Parenting is hard. Parenting don't come with a manual. You can't do everything right, and I've learned that. I've learned I've learned that every day. Since having my kids back full time, I've learned that it ain't no right or wrong. You, you go with the flow. You do what you can. You, what they say, you do what you can and let the Lord worry about what you can. I can say, I can say I'm trying. And I ain't perfect, and I don't pretend to be. And I fought fall more than I should but I'm thankful for everybody that's been in my corner the encouraging words because baby I don't know how I'm going to do it with four kids I, I salute y'all with a whole bunch of kids I'm telling you my nerves is bad I'm definitely done but my nerves is bad I salute y'all it takes a lot it takes a lot well, y'all stay tuned. I will eventually do another podcast before I have Mr. Giannis here in the next five weeks. But yeah, that is all for today. Y'all be safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And I will catch y'all next time. I'm out.